Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. Our CR team is thrilled to be broadcasting this weekend's Division I Men's National Team Indoor Championships in Chicago. It's 16 of the best Division I Men's College Tennis Team in the country, all assembling in one location, competing for the right to be named National Indoor Champion. Of course, our CR team will have coverage from first ball to last of of the event. You can find that coverage starting 9 a.m. Central Time on Friday over on our Crack Rackets YouTube channel. That said, of course, we also know it's our job here at CR to help preview all of the upcoming action for all of you college tennis fans. We already offered our extensive thoughts on each of the round of 16 battles over on our Great Shot podcast feed, but here on the Cracked Interviews podcast feed, what I will attempt to do here on Thursday is speak with all 16 head coaches prior to the start of play at the National Indoor Championships tomorrow. These conversations probably going to range from about 10 to 15 minutes, and they'll cover all sorts of topics, the strengths of each of these rosters, what each of these coaches are thinking heading into this 2023 National Indoor Championship. Who do they feel the favorite in the field is at this point of the year? We talk about all of those things and so much more. Again, really excited excited to have the opportunity to be here in Chicago. Always a pleasure to have the chance to sit down with these coaches. It's that much more enjoyable when we have that opportunity to do it in person. So again, what I will try to do over the next 24 hours, speak with all 16 head coaches prior to the start of the 2023 Division I Men's National Indoor Championships. With all of that said, let's get to it. Here's my conversation with another one of the many amazing Division I men's college tennis coaches. Hey, crack fans. Before we get to today's show, I want to let all of you listeners know about the revolutionary work being done by our friends over at Swing Vision. Now, all of us as tennis players are constantly searching for that piece of information that's going to give us that one, two, three percent edge whenever we step onto the court. We want to know, am I hitting my forehand with enough depth? Am I accurately placing my backhands? Am I employing patterns on the court that are putting me in an optimum position to experience success? Thankfully, all of those questions can now be answered via the app produced by our friends at Swing Vision. Folks, it's extraordinarily simple. You're going to download the app. You're going to turn that app on your phone. You're going to put your phone on the back fence, the back curtain of whatever court you're playing on. You're going to hit record. And then using artificial intelligence, Swing Vision is going to break down your performance. If you click on the link that you find in the podcast description here on today's episode, you'll go right to the Swing Vision website. And of course, course, friends who use our Crack Rackets promo code CRACK20 are going to get an additional $20 discount and a free 14-day pro trial on the Swing Vision app. Again, you use that promo code CRACK20, $20 discount, as well as a free 14-day pro trial. How do you find the link? To get signed up, just go back to your podcast feed. It's in the podcast description of this episode. You go to the Swing Vision website, you set up your account, you download the app, you get rocking and rolling, get all the information one location with our friends at Swing Vision. The 
Joining us on the podcast once again today is a returning champion now here on our Crack Racket shows. Of course, a man you know best as the head coach of last year's NCAA finalists, undefeated and the number two seeds heading into this year's National Indoors. Welcome on to the show, Kentucky men's tennis head coach Cedric Coffin. Coach, welcome back. It's great to get to do this in person. How are you doing today? Well, thanks for, for having me. Um, I, guess, I feel like every time I'm talking to you, that means that we're doing pretty good. So that's, that's, that's a good sign. So, But I'm, I'm happy to, to, to be here in, in Chicago with my boys and uh, look forward to uh, this tough few days. I will take that as a sign of flattery. Yes, it's either something's gone really right or really wrong if you're talking to me. And uh, for you guys, it's the if better I, path. If something went wrong, I wouldn't talk to you. I would go hide and, and, and you know, go back on the recruiting trail. Yeah, that's when you'd send Matt out. That's when yeah, Matt yeah, would have I'll to come take the, the brunt trouble. of it. No, absolutely. Well, you know, again, to that end, things have been going really well for your program. You're undefeated entering this national indoors. And let's just start big picture for your team to be the number two overall seed heading into this event. Obviously, Kentucky tennis has had success in the past, but what does that say about your program, where it's at right now? What does that say about this group of guys? Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, it's been flattering. We, a lot of firsts, you know, in, in the last six to eight months. Um, I think it for sure it starts with my boys, the character of my boys, what they've been doing at you know before coming here, just practicing every day really, really well. I think they love each other, um, and I think we seem to be on, on on track to have the same goals. And I um I, I think we we're doing pretty good because we're taking one day at a time. I don't think we're looking very very far ahead of of our schedule. Um, we want to conquer today and conquer tomorrow when we wake up the next day. Mm-hmm. That's been our motto. Mm-hmm. And talking about your guys, it's so fascinating because I'm going to mention a guy who's not active on the roster right now, but I was at the Cleveland Challenger and I'm approaching the elevator. I get a tap on the shoulder last Thursday, or maybe it was Friday, from Gab Diallo, who goes, hey, how about my Kentucky Wildcats after you guys knock out Virginia? And, you know, I'm curious to have something like that happen, where you have a guy like Gab, an All-American, a you know guy who's now top 200 player in the world, and everyone's excited to have him around the roster in the fall. And then, obviously, he has the success he does. He ultimately makes that decision to turn pro. Does that bring a group closer together? Like, I'm curious how this team handled Gab's success in the fall. Not in the sense of jealousy or that it affected them negatively, but just that is certainly something they had to be aware of and how this team maybe banded together during that. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, I go back to them loving each other. I I think they were really happy for Gab. Sure. I think Gab was more torn than the team was. Yeah, to you see could tell. Yeah. I, I think Gab, I mean, I said, you know, we had a conversation, um, you know, a little sooner than people thought we had it <laughs> and where, where he was just doing really good on the tour. I mean, he, he was in tears and, and he, like I said, I think he was really sad to, to leave us and felt bad for mm-hmm. a little bit. Our team was really happy uh, as a coaching staff, you know, to lose that, that type of player. And I think you know, Florida was kind of in the same boat a little sooner because mm-hmm. Shelton was doing great. I don't think we can replace as fast as Florida. It's, it's <laughs> just, you know, it's a, a process for us to get some very good players. And um, But the, the freshman class has, has been a very good surprise, you know. So um, we know Charlie Costa in the fall, and we're like, listen, this guy can play. He's, mm-hmm. You just got to get him enough matches in the spring for him to be comfortable to the environment of college tennis. Sad to, to see Gab leave, but we have to move on, and, and we just have to make other players grow as as much as Gab, and that's our job. Well, to that end, obviously, 
it's funny when I look at your team and when college tennis fans will look at your team, a lot of familiar faces, right? We know Tahabadi. We know Alafiaini. Obviously, what Lapidat and Draxel have done, not just last year, but throughout their time, we're very familiar with those players. At the same time, looking at your submitted starting lineup here uh, at this 2023 National Indoors, you have four new starters in your starting singles lineup. And I'm curious for you, for Matt, as a coaching staff, does it feel like you're coaching a veteran team? Does it feel like you're coaching? a young team or is it you know somewhere in between with all the new faces on campus yeah I mean I think a little bit of both it was crazy (laughs) that you know if you told me we would uh, go to Virginia and four guys that are new on our team would win that match (laughs) yeah exactly so unbelievable to the some of the things that we've been doing but it goes I think it goes to the the, we have captains we make captains you know uh, him and Nama who doesn't play a lot is a captain and and Liam is a captain and Alex LeBlanc is a captain and we just have very strong leaderships after matches good or bad matches it doesn't matter we we talk about what we did well as a team not Mm -hmm. as individuals and I think Alafia and Taha and the freshmen uh, it's not nothing about age you know we're starting to feel like okay we, we, we do this for each other and and uh, we just got to get better each day. And if we can kind of focus on this, we'll be fine. So I think there's a mix of young guys and old guys. And we treat everybody the same. I don't care if Alafia has played, you know, mm-hmm. 80 matches or however singles matches he's played for Cornell. He, he needs to, you know, play for Kentucky now. And that's just the way we do it. And he's starting to buy in. I'm starting to feel it every week and stuff. He's starting to, to truly be a wildcat. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it on the court this weekend. And it's the same with the freshmen. They're, they're not acting like freshmen. Mm-hmm. How badly do you wish you had just a second year with Alafia, let alone this one year. You know, what has that experience been like working with an athlete of his caliber? Alafia, sky's the limit for him. Mm -hmm. And we know that the professional tour, you know, in May or June, he's he's gonna he's one of those guys that can explode if if, mm-hmm. if the head is right and if his game is set up, you know, the right way where he can play both sides, meaning the service games mm-hmm. and the returning games. Because on a tour, I think you have to have both. Mm-hmm. You can't just have one side. Um, he's just. I mean, like I said, I see him in practice when he's playing well. And I'm like, oh, goodness. It's, yeah. You know, it just kind of reminds me of Gab a little bit. Sure. Towards his hand of his career where the, the matches are going to be on his racket. He's going to be the one controlling matches. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's going to be fascinating to watch. And again, up and down the lineup, you have guys like him, like Taha, like Josh, who uh, obviously have all had so much success throughout the courses of their careers. And, you know, again, we know some of those faces. I didn't mention Liam, I guess. I'll ask the quick disclaimer. Liam, healthy? We're going to get a full-fledged yeah, Liam Draxel this Liam weekend? Yeah, ready to go. And, and uh, even if he was 5% not healthy, he would not miss this <laughs> yeah. event or, or, or play this event. You know, this is probably maybe his last, you know, not, not indoors. Uh, he'll have another year if he wants to come back, but uh, I think I'll push him out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah sure. He... Uh, yeah, he's, he's ready. He's ready to go. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's that's what we like to hear as college tennis fans. And again, I want to get back to those freshmen in a second. But looking at your lineup heading into the weekend, the big question mark, I'm sure, in your mind, certainly college tennis fans are wondering, because we see the singles depth mm-hmm. doubles. Your lineups, you've played around already with what you've played. And look, you guys have, had, to your credit, great schedule by you at Virginia, at Louisville. You guys get the Duke match. You get the kickoff weekend. I guess it's a great schedule because you won them all. But hey, great way to go. Uh, by you coach um 
How do you feel, though, about your doubles through feel, all of that? I feel great about my doubles. Um, I feel a lot better than last year, okay. you know, February 50, whatever we are. Yeah. I, I, is, is is a stud in doubles. He can mm -hmm. be, like I said, any day can beat anybody. Um, you know, Jaden, I think, will be a future All-American unless I do a bad job coaching. <laughs> But I, I think so those two pieces really make us talent-wise a better doubles team. Mm -hmm. um, we just have to find the pairs and, and the intensity we need. You know, college is just, like I said, I think the, the leaders right now, in, to me, mm -hmm. when I, I look at college tennis a little bit, I think that the Ohio State, the Michigan have this this you know passion but also this this concept of playing again both sides of the ball very well there's there's very very physical they mm -hmm. move well they, and we're working on that and we're going to get to that that i promise mm -hmm. i do think doubles half the time is energy even more yes. than execution is that fair yeah it, yeah it's it's energy and mm -hmm. like i said we can have liam draxel who has won a challenger sure. in, yeah. in the pros a challenger and liam is a great at adjusting Mm -hmm. uh, during a match, at uh, uh, changing, tweaking things. And one set in doubles, you don't have a lot of time to change. You have to implement your game style and jump on it aggressively, plus creating a lot of energy with your partner. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, this 30-minute kind of, I'm not saying bluff, but you you, you, sure. you, you, uh, you have to do a better job than, than, you know, with intensity than the pros. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, with all that said, that intensity is often the hardest part for freshmen to grasp in their first few months on the job. That said, looking at your freshmen, Jaden, Charlie, have both played massive clinch scenarios already, have both come through in the clutch in those massive clinch scenarios. Talk to me about what you've seen from your freshmen through these first few months. Again, I, I am very impressed by them. Uh, they're very receptive. They're, they're e very, very easy to coach. Mm -hmm. uh, what should we know about their tennis if we haven't had the chance to see them yet? I, you're going to see a lot of talent. I, <laughs> okay. I, I, I truly, and I know you're going to see, a lot, there's been a, a lot of heart, but you have this, this Chalolis who's a, a French player, and French <laughs> players are very smart on the court, very high IQ, but one of the best one-hand backhand you'll ever see in yeah. tennis. There we go. He's already, I think, a top 50. Now we're talking. Fans. You'll love that. <laughs> yeah. Jaden is one of the best athletes I have <laughs> seen in a long, long time. <laughs> uh, one of the longest players you'll see. I think if you're going to pass him when he's around the net, it's got to land on the line okay. when he serves you'll, you'll see it's just a different ball and I think for him he's got the upside like like I said that Alafia that gab mm -hmm. uh, just that big ball that comes out of the racket you're like oh my goodness and this is just kind of God given mm -hmm. no it, it's going to be fascinating to watch again see both of these freshmen thrown to the wolves dare I say right away and I mentioned yes. that two seed earlier you face number 15 Florida I think you've played Florida once or twice in yes. your career. What are you looking yes. forward to in that matchup? Well, I just think, like I said, I tell everybody at this level in my team, it's a 50-50 match. We have enough talent to beat anybody, but we can be lose to anybody. Florida is well coached. Brian does a great job with them. Um, very talented team. Um, I think we just got to play our game, you know, take take every five, ten minutes at a time and mm -hmm. compete like the way we've been. We're confident. Uh, but if we start bad, I think we have ways, like you said, if we start bad <laughs> in the doubles, we have pieces that we don't. There's no panic. I mm -hmm. think I think like you said, what we've learned in the last six to eight months is there's always a way out if, if we stay calm and compete well. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to try to find it tomorrow. Yeah. Well, last few questions for you to that to that point. Last six to eight months, a lot has happened. And I'm just curious personally for you, because you played at you can you know, this program is something you have poured blood, sweat, tears into. 
What's it been like, NCAA finalist for the past year? You know, what was the reception like this summer? What does that do for a program on campus to just say, hey, we are now NCAA finalists? You know, obviously, Kentucky will forever be associated with a basketball school, but I imagine the street cred for tennis is on the way up. Yeah, I think it's been good on the campus. I think mm-hmm. now it puts also people think that you can do it again. You know? <laughs> sure. So, and what we've done was very, very special. I said, you know, it's a special group of guys and it's tough <laughs> to create that. But... I think as a coaching staff, I think we know we can do it. Mm-hmm. It just gives us maybe a little bit more calmness, a little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with the guys, you know, just um, you don't have to prove too. You know, it's not that you don't want to prove sure. too much, but I think I'm I'm a better coach now. I feel like okay, okay. I I can we can do this. And, and uh, like I said, if we did one day at a time, and they feel my confidence in them, I think we can keep going. You ever wake up and you're like six <laughs> one over Ohio State? You're like that really did go perfectly. It, it was the per- I mean it's the best match we've ever. I've ever seen from Kentucky. For sure. I've played. I, it was just, I, just the feeling of that 45 minutes. Where perfection. We were not you went on the run. Yes. yes. On any court. And you had to do it, especially if you were going to lose the doubles indoors against Ohio State. Sure. Because they were perfect almost during the year. Yeah. But um, creating a little magic. And we'll try to create a little magic here. You yeah. know, and, if, and, and again, I tell them if we don't, that's okay. There's, there's, we call them the four Grand Slams. You have the National Indoors. You have the SEC regular season, the SEC tournament, and the NCAAs, which the NCAAs is the most important. But those first three kind of teach us a lot about us and uh, what we need to work on, and we'll work on those things. Can I steal that, the four majors? I'm assigning the calendars yeah. like that. I will, I will cite you every time, I promise. But I may have to steal that for our show moving patent forward. It. Yeah, patent <laughs> it. Perfect. Well, then, again, last few questions for you here. Uh, looking for your team here in Seattle goals for your group what do you hope to see obviously you come here to win a title but what do you want to see from this team yeah I just want to see a little bit like I said compared to the last weekend we always again focus very (laughs) short term uh play a little bit better in the doubles. We have new teams. I can't wait to see them play this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, conquer each day. I, I promise you, I don't look at the draw. I just saw I just saw the first four teams. You know, we, we mm-hmm. have Florida, who's really, really tough. And, uh, you know, Southern, you know, I think it's Southern Carolina and North Carolina. Yep. I just, there's not one team you're like, oh, I want to play this team. I, <laughs> yeah. I, there's not one team like that. So we're, I just want to see the guys to have fun, you know, mm-hmm. have fun and, and compete well. To your point, even Illinois beats Georgia last night. And so I ask you in that spirit, I'm going to ask every coach this, parody this year that's the name of the game that said do you see a clear-cut favorite right now as you look at the landscape entering this event uh i do i mean i there's a, there's a few because because i think some of them are playing very good doubles and it's yeah, tough sure. to get indoors yeah. tough to, to take four singles um but i think this year is very like you said there's a lot of parody i i we want to play louisville and i promise you I, I think louisville can can be top 10 or top 15 and uh there's a lot of teams like that that are very very tough but this week I, I I couldn't pick a team to say, okay, they're favored. You know, they're going to win for sure. Yeah, it speaks to the depth. It speaks to the quality everywhere. And to that point, I know it's on the women's side, but right now for the first time in a long time, there's an active WTA top 100 player in college tennis in Diana Schneider. I'm curious what you think that says about our sport, what that does for our sport moving forward. I think it's wonderful. You know, this is why uh, I wish Gab was here. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we'd be a different team, but I, uh, I'm i very happy for college tennis. I think we're, we're more and more kids, you know, that are 16 and 17 are looking at it, you know, from, from oh, listen, this this might be the place for me. Mm-hmm. I think it's one, the, the level, and I, I told actually my people that were my trainers and my strength and conditioning, I said the talent that you see here is, is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. All the good players that we have here in college, I think it's great. Easier to sell now? 
I think it is easier to sell. I mean, what, what Shelton has done this quickly, yeah. I think it's wonderful. Um, I think it's wonderful, and I think Gab hopefully can push through. We just need just a consistency of it. Mm -hmm. If we can, you know, one or two or three, you know, a year that can make runs like that, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think it's a sell for sure. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, yeah, it's not just Sheldon, it's J.J. Wolf, it's yeah, so many I mean, more. Yes, and, yes. And with zero points to defend till May, I think Gab Diallo is going to be one of those guys yes, as well. Yes, I, I think so. I think it's also when they're playing pro, we don't talk about it a yeah, lot. Like sure. they came from college. I don't think we do a good job on... You know, I think you would do a good job selling that piece, but the people that do our, t our the TV and the, the big, you know, the, the, the Grand Slam events don't sell that enough. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's a wonderful path. I think it's, uh, I know Gab, even if he makes it, we'll talk about the college years. I know JJ will, and I think all those people have talked about their, their years, you know, Steve Johnson, about how mm -hmm. wonderful those were. No, the two people I'm most certain, well, three people I know are going to be watching this weekend. Gab Diallo, Ben Shelton, my mother. Those are three people I know will be on the stream at all times watching it. So uh, that speaks to their passion and obviously speaks to the development Gab underwent. And by the way, you deserve some of that credit for seeing Gab having the success that he does now. And obviously, again, how are you going to improve in the college tennis pathway? You're going to find the right coaches to play for. And certainly few, if any, coaches clicking on all cylinders right now the way you and your program are. So, Cedric, as always, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Wishing you and the Wildcats success throughout the course of the weekend. I appreciate it. Thank you.